In this podcast, I'm going to talk about Marxism, another idea of the 19th century, which has a lot of, in common with a lot of the a lot of other ideas we've studied. For example, Marxism is a theory about the Industrial Revolution and how it will eventually lead to a communist revolution. Now, this would appeal to the proletarians in Europe. As you recall, the proletarians were workers who had nothing to sell but the labor that they sold for a wage. And these people were created by the Industrial Revolution, but they were in great poverty during the early 19th century, as we saw when we looked at David Ricardo and Thomas Malthus. Karl Marx was the son of a lawyer. That means he was a member of the bourgeoisie, or middle class. But he became an enemy of his class, when he saw how cruel the suffering of the Industrial Revolution was. And he wrote the theory that became communism in the aftermath of the revolutions of 1848 with Friedrich Engels, another middle-class man. Now, there's a lot in common between Marxism and Darwinism, interestingly enough. Both involve conflict leading to apparent progress. In the case of Darwinism, of course, you have the conflict of species survival in a competitive environment where there's a lot of cruelty and suffering, but the end result is advancement in terms of the complexity and the adaptability of the species to its surrounding environment. Now, Marx and Engels read Darwin, and they thought that it was a perfect complement to their theory of communism. Now, let's talk about that theory. According to Marx and Engels, the Industrial Revolution was going to cause the inevitable communist revolution. That is, the rise of the proletariat and a revolution by the proletariat to overthrow the bourgeoisie or middle class was entirely inevitable. It had to happen. And to Marx and Engels, this was progress. The inevitability of progress, which Darwin talked about in terms of species, had its complement in the economic world of labor relations, according to Marx and Engels, And there was going to be inevitable progress in the form of a communist revolution. Now, of course, the revolution would be bloody, they said, and that doesn't sound like progress. But they said that that was the next to the last stage of history, the last stage of history being something that they called perfect communism, which they thought would be a kind of heaven on earth. Now, how would all of this unfold? Well, of course, it never has unfolded. And the predictions of Marx and Engels have never come true, fortunately. Uh, We've never really had an actual communist revolution. We've never had communist victories. We've had states, nation states, that have claimed to be communist. But they've never looked like the kind of communism that Marx and Engels predicted. So... Their predictions have not come true. 
Far from it. But during the 19th century, a lot of people thought that they were on to something. And again, their theory was very typical of a lot of other theories in the 19th century, which we call theories of progress. Now, the question you have to answer for your discussion is, what is an example of a factor that Marx thinks makes the communist revolution inevitable. Well, let's take a look at what they thought would happen. What they thought would happen was that the Industrial Revolution would become increasingly more cruel. But along the way, the middle class would find better ways of exploiting the proletariat. They would make the job increasingly boring. They would increasingly be cruel to the working class and increasingly pay them less and less money for their labor. And so Marx and Engels believed that along with this cruelty, the Industrial Revolution would increasingly train the workers in how to work together as a cog in a machine. This would produce more profits for the middle class but it would also train the workers in how to work together. And the workers one day would overthrow the bourgeoisie and use their skills of working together to truly work together as members of the proletariat to overthrow the middle class in a revolution. Now, this has never happened, and Marx and Engels didn't know when it would happen, but they said it had to happen at some point in the future. And since it's never happened, even 150 years after their death, then uh, we can say that the communist revolution probably will never happen. But this is called dialectical materialism. In other words, uh, the conflict of classes makes a revolution inevitable and there's no way to prevent it. Now, Marx interprets all of history as being a history of class conflict. And every kind of historical change that's occurred since the beginning of time is, is, happens because of economic greed on the part of one class or another. Well, the answer to the question that you have for this discussion assignment is that the Industrial Revolution would train the workers to be able to work together to produce a profit for the middle class. But by training the workers to work together, the middle class was unknowingly digging its own grave because the proletarians, once they knew how to work together, in perfect synchronization, would use that ability to work together with other proletarians to rise up and overthrow the middle class. Now, what had to happen, according to Marx, was that the Industrial Revolution would have to get more and more cruel. But in fact, the Industrial Revolution, as it unfolded, became less cruel In the years after 1850, nation-states began to protect workers with 
regulations, such as the New Deal in the United States. The United States was rather late in providing workers' protections, but they provided workers' protection, the U.S. did, in the 1930s. So uh, the Industrial Revolution continued to advance, but it became less cruel and more humane, quite in contrast to Marx's predictions. So Marx turned out to be wrong, at least so far. And yet his theory was quite profound in influencing a lot of people and scaring a lot of the members of the middle class.